I'm Sir Evans, and welcome to some real life morning motivation. Because no one wakes up in the morning and says, I hope I have a bad day. My desire is to empower and inspire your daily endeavors. Because you can do whatever you set your mind to. The question is, what do you want to do? Whether you're still finding your passion, pursuing it, or living it, motivation is a daily requirement for your success. So here's your morning motivation. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Surreal Life Morning Motivation Podcast show. It is blessed. I am blessed to have you here. It is a blessing for you to be here because every day is a good day, even if you don't see it yet. Because here's the thing. Rest in peace to those that we have lost. It has been a challenging month for me. It's been a challenging couple of months for me just from dealing with so much grief around me. And one thing that I will say is that every day is a good day for some reason or another. The reason why today can be a good day and why every day is a good day today is because we are here for a purpose. And for that time, it is up to us to maximize that purpose. Also, keeping in mind those who are no longer with us whose purpose still lives on through us. So, with that being the case, good morning, great morning to you. Hope you're feeling great. And if not, it's still some time. Hey, let's just assess the situation and see how we can give motivation a little more penetration and get this thing percolating. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> As you can see, I might be on one. Uh, Cleveland, Ohio, I'm looking over the skyline. I decided to pick up my gear and head down to the family house, the Barkley house, just to get a little recording done down here. I needed a little bit of change in scenery. So I'm speaking to you just from the top floor overlooking the city and wanted to help to get your day your commute going 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 before it's gone because here's the thing ladies and gentlemen each and every one of us wants some form of prestige in our life now we might not always call it prestige but each and every one of us wants to feel the lap of luxury at some point in time you know just to be able to take it easy why do you think that we work so hard why do you think that we work so diligently why do you think that we work at all of course we go to work so that we can pay our bills so that we can have some overhead but we also work so that we can enjoy ourselves so that we can enjoy some of the what do they call it the fruits of our labor. So with that being the case, let's dive right on in it like a single man into a DM message board into today's morning motivation topic. Morning motivation, as always, is a text thread that comes Monday through Friday. You can subscribe to the morning motivation text thread by texting motivate me to 31996. Once again, that is motivate me to 31996. You will be added to the list, which is comprised of a message to help motivate, empower and inspire your morning. The topics that we discuss on the show derive from that morning motivation because sometimes those messages just aren't long enough to dissect the meat that's inside of it. Also, because sometimes, well, all the times, we need some more juice. 
We need that juice flowing through us all day long. Now, listen, it's like your car, right? If you put $5 worth of gas in your car, it's only gonna get you so far. Even if you fill the tank up, you're still gonna burn it out, right? So you always need some fuel. And that's just what I'm here to do, ladies and gentlemen. So let's dive into today's episode, Lazy Luxury. Everybody wants to live a life of luxury without ever first living a life of leverage. Ben Kenny once said, there's a difference between leverage and luxury. Leverage is when you outsource a task and get assistance with labor in exchange for time. Luxury is when you outsource a task in exchange for the time, which is spent solely on pleasantries. Although there is such a thing as having too much leverage, leverage oftentimes becomes luxury. Luxury is the evolution of leverage. Leverage is what provides the means to afford that luxury. I have learned that leverage isn't forced and you will know when it's required. You will know when your plate is truly overflowing or your team will see it and aid you. Hence, leverage. Too often we spend time in a lap of luxury that we can't afford. That type of champagne taste on a beer budget, ladies and gentlemen, isn't called luxury at all. It's actually called laziness. Hello, goodbye, let's get this party started. You know what I'm talking about? We live in interesting times, ladies and gentlemen. We live in a time that is driven by celebrity power, influencer, influence, and just really getting your getting your lips wet and getting that taste of what it might taste like if I just had a little bit more luxury. And I mean, I want you to think about, I want you to take a moment and think about some of the most successful people in the world that you admire. Who are they? Who are the some of the most wealthy, successful? Let's let's use the we can use both of those. Wealthy, successful. Those two words. Let's let's let that orbit in our mindset who are they to you i'll tell you a few that jump out to me right now let me let me also polish up my my question here i want to also know who makes success look good yeah let's let's do that who makes success look good to you now people are successful people are wealthy now i got somebody like bill gates bill gates doesn't really make success look good he doesn't make it look sexy you know there are some people that make success look good they make it look like oh i just do this in my sleep some of them most of them do do it in their sleep but who makes it look good there's a random one that i'll throw out there just to get it started grant cardone I used to follow Grant Cardone on Instagram and Grant Cardone always looks like he's having a party. He always looks like he's on 10. He always looks like he's your friend and he always looks like he's ready to restart his engine again. Now, Grant Cardone is one of those prime examples of, you know, he works, but you just don't really see too much of it because it always looks like he's enjoying life. Grant Cardone is a real estate guru for those who might not be aware as a 
probably a plethora of other things that he has done to generate income. However, Grant Cardone makes success look good. I'll give you another one for the culture. Y'all all might know a little, a big guy named Sean Combs. Of course you know, you know Sean Combs, Puff Daddy, P. Diddy, man of many talents, man of many names. P. Diddy is probably at the creme de la creme of making success look good. Diddy makes success look sexy. Every day, every day I know if I could, if I go on, if I go online, look at Diddy's post, Diddy gonna be making success shine like the sun in the morning without a cloud in sight. That's how Diddy get down. That's what I know Diddy for. Diddy always looks like he's living a non-stop life of luxury. And I'm sure he is, but Diddy also lives a life of leverage. Diddy has leveraged his time to be able to focus on bigger tasks and to spend on luxury, right? So one of the things that I just know about Diddy is Diddy ain't sitting there dancing all day. Diddy ain't sitting there by the water all day. Diddy has managed to leverage out his time so that the task that he does do pack an impact. They pack a punch like Tyson in the 90s. That, ladies and gentlemen, is an example of leverage. You see, like I said previously, leverage is when you outsource a task or get assistance with labor in exchange for time in order to focus on a greater risk. Now, listen, I'm going to stand up on this episode because I'm feeling juiced up, right? But one thing I do want to put a disclaimer out is that this episode was not designed specifically for the entrepreneur or for the business owner. And I say that to say that as I dive into this, some of these things that I'm discussing might seem like they are only applicable if you are in business. I want to let you know, first and foremost, erase that mindset because everyone desires some form of luxury and everyone will utilize some form of leverage. And I'll break that down in the practical in a moment. But leverage is usually gained through money or rendering another service, which many of us refer to that as the barter system, right? This is determined by how much actual work you have to do yourself. This is how you are able to find out how much leverage you might have to use, right? There's this example that I use so frequently referred to as $168. Now, I didn't invent this, but I damn sure make it sound good. 168 hours, $168. That's how much you get to spend on a weekly basis. If you don't, let me rephrase. You don't have a choice in the matter of whether you will spend it or not. The only 
way that you won't see that full $168 come into your life bank account is if the good Lord shuts down the entire account before the week is complete. Other than that, you have $168 to do as you please. The only way that you can get more than $168 a week is through leverage. You're leveraging someone else's time to get what you need to get done. Hence, let's let's use that popular phrase they uh, a lot of entrepreneurs like to use in speakers, where they say, "If you don't follow your own dreams, someone else will hire you for theirs." Right? That's leverage. Let's let's think of your favorite company. Right? Let's let's use um, let's use a famous clothing designer. Right? Yeezy, I like Yeezy, I like Ye, right? So, Yeezy, Ye, Kanye West, has a clothing line. Unless you've been under a rock, you are aware of this. Now, what if Kanye was the only one selling Kanye clothing? I mean, he's the only one, right? I mean, he didn't have no staff. He really didn't have no stores like Kanye West is selling the Yeezy brand from, let's say he's got an online store. Hey, let's hell, let's even say he even got a little boutique or big boutique somewhere in California, right? That, let's, let's not even do it that big because that would m insinuate that Kanye has to be at that store and on the online store. So let's back it up. Kanye's got an online store. In order for Kanye to be able to focus on music, run this clothing line, and at the time where he started or was heavily engaged, he was still married, he needs leverage. He can't do this on his own. There's no way that he would have been able to make it to billionaire status if Kanye, with the same $168 a week that you have, did not leverage the time and resources of others. Because if you take a staff, this is why you got your 40 hour work weeks. This is called leverage. That company is leveraging your time in exchange for money so that they can focus on doing bigger things. Whether that bigger things is expanding, whether that bigger days is spending the week on the Amalfi Coast to each his own. The point to take away from that is that that is a form of leverage. But yes, let's use a simpler example. Let's say you wanna go out. Let's say you have children and you need a babysitter. You're gonna leverage that babysitter's time. Maybe you're gonna do something for them later. Maybe you're going to actually pay them. Hey, I need you to watch my children. I want to go out on a date. Hey, I want to. I need you to watch my children. I need to do this. I need to do that. This is a form of leverage. I'm in the housing market right now, right? And there are those who are more advanced, but let's just use a simple example. Let's say you got to do some remodeling around the house. 
Let's say you have a little bit of knowledge. Let's say in a perfect world, hey, you can YouTube it. That's what everybody's saying you do. You don't know how to install the lights, YouTube it. Don't know how to do flooring, YouTube it. Don't know how to do the wall, drywall, YouTube it. Hey, let's say I don't got time to do all of that. Let's say I maybe got some time to do the electric. Maybe I got a little time to resource that. Research. Okay, so I'm going to leverage someone's time in exchange for money and have them do the floor. Okay. That way, I can put my attention on more pressing matters for me. Right? Personal assistant is another example. Because you have other work that you have to focus on. But see, this is also where laziness is introduced. So we have to ask ourselves, are we outsourcing so that we can do other things that we have to do? Are we outsourcing because our hands are full? Or are we outsourcing because there's other things that we could or should be doing? Because here's the thing. Making a habit out of outsourcing because you want to spend time on pleasantries. Now, 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 that's problematic. If you haven't arrived at the status that allows you to comfortably do so, that's when it becomes problematic. If you are at the bottom, if you are in a stage in your life where you have not feel like you have arrived at I'm just going to call it retirement. And I don't mean old school retirement where we're retiring at 50, 60. I'm talking about retiring like my boy Joe Gotti has retired, Joey T, at the age of 30, 40, where he's retired, money's coming in, but he still chooses to work because he loves to work, right? If you're not at a point where your finances are taken care of, if you're not at a point where everything in your life is taken care of and everything else is pretty much just the icing on top, you're running on overtime, like you're setting this thing on autopilot, then making a habit of outsourcing everything else so that you can use your time on enjoyment is going to be problematic because when are you actually going to dedicate the majority of your time to progression? First question I got up today from my quality community. How can we stop spending too much time in luxury? Okay, well, one of the things I love, I love these things, I love them. Four letter word, starts with a G, ends with a L, goal. Make a goal for yourself. A trip, a vacation, or a certain amount of work that needs to be completed or even a certain amount of time throughout the year that you would like to spend on pleasantries, that you would like to spend on enjoying yourself. And what is this going to cost you? What is it going to cost you as far as work-wise? Okay, how much time am I going to have to take off? How much, how much funds is this going to require, right? Because at the same time, there's going to have to be a little give and take, right? Because you got money, you got time. And if you don't have one, then you got to utilize the other. Let me stop and, 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 and dissect that for a second, right? Because when it comes to anything in life, especially in, 
in business, this one's for the business folks, right? But might relate to everybody. If you don't have the money to do something, then you need to make sure that you have the time in order to get it done, which might take more creativity, which is where that time comes in. But if you find yourself without the time or the money to get something done, you need to table it. Because it's going to require one or the other. It's going to require time or money. Even if you use your skills as a barter system, that's going to require your time. So when you're making that goal for yourself, like make a goal. Hey, I want to make a trip. I want to take five trips this year. How about that? I want to take five trips this year. Every quarter, I want to take a trip. Every season, I want to take a trip. I want to take, hey, I just want to take one trip. That's all. I just want to have quiet time for five hours a week. I want to have quiet time for an hour of the, of the day, right? Whatever it may be, make a goal for yourself. And then what work needs to be completed? What, what resources need to be allocated in order for you to reach your goal? Because there's nothing wrong with luxury or wanting to enjoy your time. Especially in this life, you only get one. Here's the thing. You get 24 hours, seven days a week. We were designed to work, but we were also given the entire world as our playground. Not just a little slice, not just your city, not just your block, not just your state. When God put you at the top of the totem pole for this earthly playground, it was yours to roam. When God put us here, he said for you to work. God never intended on you to, why would God create something so beautiful and expect for you not to take pleasure in it? Now that's a little silly, don't you think? That he would create so many beautiful locations such crystal clear waters why he would give you such peace and joy in tranquility for you not to enjoy it for you not to experience it you see what i'm saying so there's just a little bit of give and take that has to be taken it can't just be all take 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 now and this is the way the system is designed to make you think right so moderation is the key and there's nothing wrong with moderation because your favorite success story probably didn't get to the lap of luxury by spending their time leveraging their time solely on luxury they didn't and if they did they damn sure didn't spend it spend the majority of their life there and truth be told they're probably not your favorite success story if they crashed and burned shortly after i'm just saying that's all i'm saying but moderation is the key and by setting goals we can create times and spaces for what we love to do and what we want to do the next question i got in here was from my quality community was what's the best way to distinguish laziness <laughs> from luxury and i thought this was a good question um and i think sometimes it can be hard to see 
especially if you have listen man everybody loves to have a good time and one of the things with certain um certain chemicals that will intensify your good time especially alcohol is that you forget everything else that's going on in the world that's why drinking's so dangerous for me anyway i don't i can't speak for nobody else because if i'm going out right and i've had me a drink that oil or that monkey on on the back as they used to refer to it it's gonna have me thinking that every dollar in my pocket can be spent and we'll make it back tomorrow that's foolishness <laughs> but i say this because that thinking can be conceived as lazy thinking right but one of the best ways to distinguish laziness from luxury is to ask yourself these questions right what must be done? What must be done by you? And what must be done by you right now? Ask yourself those three questions. When you're facing something, a task, a dilemma, a goal, uh, some type of, you know, whatever it has to be done, ask yourself those questions. What must be done? What must be done by you? And what must be done by you right now? There's an episode that I did um, for risk um, where it deals with the different forms of risk. You know, society always tells you to take a risk, take a risk, take a risk, take a risk, take a risk. People in business know that that's not always the best thing to tell somebody. However, I get it. If you're not used to taking risks, sure, you need to get off the porch. But I, you got to go back and listen to that episode because I break down the different forms of risk where you have risk avoidance, you have risk transfer, and then you have risk acceptance. That risk acceptance is the one out of three probability of times in which you would actually take the risk. So when you're asking yourself, what must be done? What must be done by you? And what must be done by you right now? This is where you can start to distinguish what's lazy, what's lazy what versus what's luxury. Because what must be done? Can it be outsourced? Right? Can it be done by somebody else? The next question, what must be done by you? Those tasks that you just asked yourself, do they have to be done? Do they have to be done by you? Right? Now, if your hands aren't full, if your plate's not full and you're not doing anything, sure, knock them out. What must be done by you right now? Now, that's when we really get into the thick of it. That's when we really look laziness and luxury dead in the face. Because if I got a trip planned to Paris, but I know that I got an assignment, a task that's due right now, my priorities are a little jacked up. If I know that I have a task that's due in two hours and I decide that I want to take a nap two hours prior that could be deemed as laziness because here's the thing what must be done that assignment when does that assignment need to be done nope let me rewind what must be done that assignment does it have to be done by you yes when does it have to be done in two hours 
which is technically now. It needs to be done now, depending on the size. But let's just say the two hours for the sake of debate. So if I decide, hey, if I decide, hey, okay, it got to be done in two hours, I'll, I'll get to it in an hour and 30 minutes, knowing that it probably requires an hour or more time, that's being lazy. Those three questions combine with those risks, because here's the thing, you're taking a risk taking that nap. Let's use that example. You're taking a risk where they say, take risk, take risk, take risk. Yeah, sure, go ahead and take that risk for that two hour nap and that your assignments do. Versus, I'm tired. I wanna get some rest, but I got this assignment too. I could take a risk and not do the assignment one time. I could take a risk and get some rest. But hey, let's avoid the risk of not getting this thing done on time. You see what I mean? There's three options to the risk situation. So I'm not always about to take a risk. No, we're beyond that, ladies and gentlemen. Our, our levels of wisdom have to elevate as our age and as our time progresses, right? So asking yourself those three questions is a great way to be able to distinguish laziness from luxury, right? So what do we got next? Next question that I was presented with was, when do you know you need leverage? When do you know you need leverage? When you know that your time does not permit you to do the task required for your success. I repeat that. You know that you need leverage when you know that your time does not permit you to do the tasks that are required for your success. So this podcast started, like I say, from the morning motivation conversations, right? Morning motivation text start. When I started sending out the morning motivations back in 2015, 16, I was sending them out to five people. It really started as something I was doing at my job, sending them out to my team to get them motivated, right? This thing has grown into a couple hundred people, still growing daily. I thank each and every one of you for that, and I'm happy to be able to provide for you. But what I'm getting at is that every morning, I will send them out by hand. I don't care if it was five people, I don't care if it was 10 people, I don't care if it was 100 to 200 people, I sent them out by hand individually, right? And I never mass text messages because for one, I don't want one person to be inconvenienced, especially if you got a chain of messages with 100 plus people in there. If one person responds, everybody's going to be inconvenienced. That's a quality issue that I did not want. So I will send these messages out to each and every person individually. It got to the point where the iPhone did some type of update that really slowed down the process. This was maybe about a year or two ago, right? And it began to take almost two hours in my morning. Something that would spend maybe 45 to an hour, which I didn't mind, that was, that was fine. That was that give and take, right? But it began to the point where it was taking two and a half hours to send these messages out to everybody in my group. Now this is becoming problematic. So what I had to do, I had to leverage my time. What I began to do was I set up a platform. I had to bring in um, a software that would help me send these messages out before. Now somebody might say, hey, sir, why didn't you just do that before? Because what needed to be done 
did not need to be done by somebody else at that time. My hands were not so full that I could not take the time to send those messages out to each and every person for that hour, 45 minutes. But once that time began to get into the two hour mark, once we began to add on the podcast, once we began to add on more content, now it makes more sense to say, hey, I have to delegate out a task. So I'm going to give you a gem, ladies and gentlemen. This is passed on to me, right? So, and this is also a part of your homework assignment. Now, this ain't this ain't really just no homework assignment. And since it's almost since we are what almost halfway through the year, let's let's just consider this like your midterms. This your midterms right here, right? Tactical operations and logistics. So whether you are in business or whether you are not in business, you deal with tactical encounters, operational encounters, and logistical encounters. Logistics is a game plan, right? That's how your life is going to operate. What's the game plan for success? What's the game plan for your goals? What's the game plan, ladies and gentlemen? That's logistics. Operations is the overseeing of that logistical plan. This is making sure that if the game plan is to wake up earlier, that a part of my operational game plan is to make sure that I got an alarm set, to make sure that I have systems in place that are making sure that what the game plan is, is running smoothly. Sometimes you got people in here because this is also one of those sections for the non-business people. Just like I said, let's keep this well-rounded. This is where your accountability comes into play at. This is where you have your accountability people. This is where you have those who are um, supervisors, managers over situations. But from a practical standpoint, from a personal standpoint, this is where accountability plays a key factor. And then you have the tactical. Then you have tactical. Tactical is the execution. That is the boots on the ground. Though That is the work that has to be done. That is the work that must be completed. All of those areas, at some point in time, you will probably be doing. If this is just a personal day-to-day endeavors, even if you're married, you're probably starting to get assistance in those areas, right? Maybe somebody might be a game plan. As a leader, as a leader of my family, logistics, the game plan, right? But that doesn't mean that I'm not with my co-owner coming up with a game plan, right? So we fine-tune the logistics. As a part of the operations, we're both making sure that our system is running efficiently. We're both holding each other accountable and whatever else needs to be outsourced and we make sure that we do that as well. The tactical part makes sure that we are executing what it is that needs to be executed. Now, your homework assignment, your midterm assignment, ladies and gentlemen, is to establish which one of those areas do you shine in? Do you shine in coming up with a game plan? Do you shine in the tactical execution component 
Do you shine in the operations? Some will say they shine in all three. And I want to let you know that even if you shine in all three, you probably shouldn't do all three. Not all your life. You need some help. You need some assistance. I think one is great, solid, master it. Two, perfect. Three, you're stretching it. I think that some of those need to be delegated. Now, for my business people, because a lot of this deals with you, but that tactical component, let's go back to that Kanye West example, right? Kanye West, logistically, might have come up with the plan, right? I want to do a clothing line. He's always been fashion fly. So yes, Kanye came up with the logistics. I want to do it like this. This is what I want. This is my vision. Now, Kanye, in order to be successful, would have and did place people to oversee operations to make sure that his vision was coming to fruition to make sure that all of the mechanisms that required to tick all of the gears that were required to turn were turning the way that they needed to turn and then you have the tactical which is why i rewinded the example of having a store because if kanye's by himself and if kanye's on tour kanye really can't be spending his time at the store selling his own merchandise too he damn near probably can't be online managing all of that so you have people behind the scenes who are also making sure that execution is taking place so like i say the midterm assignment y'all what area are you strong in what area do you hate what area do you need assistance in because at the end of the day we were put here to work, but we were also put here to enjoy the fruits of our labor. <laughs> so I want y'all to just dive on that. I want you to spend some time on that. I might have to put something together, even if it's just a PDF, just to kind of help you walk through it just to kind of help frame this because this is so important and it's so imperative to our success because a lot of times we may leverage before we need it and sometimes we never leverage because we feel like we don't need it but at the end of the day ladies and gentlemen we were not only designed to be in community but we were designed to work and we were designed to enjoy the luxury every day is a good day and let today be another opportunity for you to work the, for you to work on what God has called you to work on and for you to enjoy the luxuries that God has created for you. Until the next time, y'all, another Morning Motivation episode. Make sure you subscribe to the channel just so you can stay in tune with the new episodes and everything that's going on with the quality community. Salute from Sir with Love. I'm gone. I'm Sir Evans, and you've been listening to Surreal Life, Morning Motivation. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and wherever else you listen to your podcasts. Feel free to subscribe, rate, and review this episode. And join me next week for Surreal Life, More Than Motivation. Thank you for listening. Salute.